This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 9th. You're listening to WNBF. A police officer being investigated for his actions during a New Year's Day arrest in downtown Binghamton has been assigned to desk duty. A 24-year-old man filed a complaint last week with the city police department regarding the officer's actions. Video clips posted online appear to show an officer kneeling on the man's neck near State and Hawley Streets, a short distance from the police station. Police Chief Joseph Sikursky Friday morning released a statement about the department's investigation into the complaint. Sikursky said the agency continues its investigation into a personnel complaint made Monday regarding the arrest that was made on State Street on January 1st. The police chief wrote, the officer who is the subject of the complaint will remain on desk duty pending the results of the investigation. Zakursky's statement indicated the man was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest around 3.20 a.m. on New Year's Day. He said the arrest followed a fight involving multiple people. Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram issued a statement to news organizations indicating the incident would be swiftly and thoroughly investigated to determine facts, including review of body cam footage. Frankie Rios, age 42, of Troy, New York, pled guilty to illegally possessing a firearm as a convicted felon and possession with intent to distribute cocaine and cocaine base. Rios, a convicted felon, admitted that he possessed a 25 caliber Mauser handgun with six rounds of ammunition on March 30, 2019. The handgun was recovered from Rios by Troy police officers responding to a stabbing at a bar on 4th Street in Troy. Rios also admitted that on February 17, 2021, he possessed over 100 grams of cocaine and cocaine base with intent to distribute those substances in Troy. Rios faces a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison, a fine up to $1 million, and a term of post-imprisonment supervised release of at least three years when he's sentenced on May 11th. On January 8th, a state trooper observed a 2020 Jeep Renegade traveling eastbound on State Route 104 in the town of Webster at a high rate of speed. The trooper pulled out from his stationary position while attempting to catch up to the target vehicle. The Jeep Renegade drove off the south shoulder and struck the bridge at Five Mile Line Road. The vehicle overturned and caught fire. The trooper utilized a fire extinguisher to control the fire and extinguish the flames. The operator was pronounced deceased at the scene and was the sole occupant of the vehicle. The driver's name is being withheld pending family notification. The West Webster Fire Department responded and assisted at the scene. The New York State Police Bureau of Criminal Investigations is continuing the investigation. And the New York State Office of the Attorney General responded to the scene. On January 6th, state police arrested Thomas R. Butts, age 37, from Casanova, New York, and charged him with one count of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, a Class C felony, 15 counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, a Class D felony, and 22 counts of failure to safely store firearms in the first degree, a Class A misdemeanor. The arrest is the result of an investigation into an illegal narcotics complaint inside his residence on South Road in the town of Fenner. During the investigation, drug paraphernalia, including syringes and numerous glassine envelopes, were located in the area of numerous handguns, assault rifles, assault pistols, and high-capacity magazines. In total, 12 handguns, 6 assault rifles, 2 assault pistols, 4 shotguns, 5 rifles, and 18 high-capacity magazines, and several compliant magazines were seized. Butts was arraigned in the town of Fenner Court and released on $35,000 bail. New York Attorney General Letitia James announced the sentencing of Ket- 
Kadka Pradhan of 52 of Rochester for raping and sexually assaulting an 81-year-old nursing home resident suffering from dementia at the Shore Winds Nursing Home in Rochester in September 2021, where he formerly worked as a housekeeper. In Monroe County Court, Judge Caroline Morrison sentenced Pradhan to 25 years in prison on those charges to be served concurrently and 20 years of post-release supervision. In November 2022, a jury convicted Pradhan of rape in the first degree, criminal sexual act in the first degree, and endangering the welfare of an incompetent or physically disabled person in the first degree and other lower-level offenses. In a press release last week, Attorney General James stated, when a New Yorker enters a nursing home, they and their families expect that they will be treated with care and respect. Kadka Pradhan committed hideous, shocking crimes, violating an elderly nursing home resident who trusted she would be safe at Shore Winds Nursing Home. No time served can ease the pain forced upon one of our most vulnerable, but make no mistake, my office will always go after violent criminals and ensure they are held accountable for threatening New Yorkers' safety. After an epic 15-ballot election to become House Speaker, Republican Kevin McCarthy faces his next big test in governing a fractious, slim majority that could come today when lawmakers are set to consider a rules package to govern the House. Drafting and approving it is normally a fairly routine legislative affair, but in these times, it's the next showdown for the embattled McCarthy. To become Speaker, McCarthy had to make a concession to a small group of hardliners who refused to support him until he yielded to their demands. Now those promises, or at least some of them, are being put into writing to be voted on when lawmakers return this week. And President Joe Biden has wrapped up a four-hour visit to the U.S.-Mexico border. The president walked a muddy stretch of the border and inspected a busy port of entry on Sunday, but he did not appear to meet with migrants during his first trip to the region as president. His visit to El Paso, Texas, came as Republicans try to blame him for the record number of migrants coming into the country. Republican Governor Greg Abbott handed Biden a letter saying he has failed to enforce federal law. Later Sunday, Biden arrived in Mexico City for a two-day summit of North American leaders. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny with a high near 36. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 29. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And on Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a high near 41. Wednesday night, chance of rain showers after 8 p.m., mixing with snow after 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 40%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290. Also available at 92.1 FM. We sell the ultimate driving machine at Galt BMW. So, how are things? Family good? Yeah. Yeah, they're doing well. well. Hey, we missed you at the game last week. Is everything all right? I, um,. I just haven't been feeling like me lately. Okay. You know I'm here for you, right? And there's support, too. That's a cut. Beautiful, fellas. Beautiful. Acting is one thing. Talking about suicide in real life is another. In the military, you take challenges head on. And now it's your turn to do the same for our veterans. Be there for someone you care about. Learn how you can start the conversation at BeThereForVeterans.com. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290. 
Good morning on this Monday, January 9th. It's 612. You're listening to WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for an early morning check on traffic and weather. and Nothing to report on the traffic front in Binghamton so far today. So let's drive safely out there. We'll get everybody to work on time. And if you see anything unseemly, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 26 degrees and overcast outside. Cold weather is back. Wind chill at 20 degrees. Today partly sunny with a high near 36. Tonight mostly cloudy, a low near 29. Tomorrow mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Wednesday mostly cloudy with a high near 41. Wednesday night chance of rain showers after 8 p.m. Mixing with snow after 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees. Chance of rain 40%. 613, you're listening to WMBF. It feels like you're frozen, petrified. You're struggling with your mortgage payments. The bills begin to pile up. Not knowing what to do, you do nothing at all. And that's the worst thing you can do. Because if you take action... If you do something about your mortgage problems, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about the options that are right for you. Real help, real answers, right now. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov and do something about your mortgage problems. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Six sixteen on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Naheem Hines ignited an emotionally charged atmosphere celebrating injured Bills safety DeMar Hamlin by returning two kickoffs for touchdowns. And Buffalo clinched the AFC's number two playoff seed with a 35-23 win over the New England Patriots. The loss, coupled with Miami beating the New York Jets, eliminated the Patriots from the playoffs for the second time in three years. Buffalo will now host the division rival Dolphins in the wild card round next Sunday. With the game in hand, Bills players held up three fingers in honor of Hamlin's number with the crowd chanting Hamlin, Hamlin in honor of the safety who is recovering in a Cincinnati hospital after going into cardiac arrest on Monday. And the AFC Championship game will be played on a neutral site if the Chiefs and Bills reach that point. Buffalo's 35-23 win over New England on Sunday, coupled with Kansas City's 31-13 victory at Las Vegas on Saturday, means the number one seed Chiefs can't host the conference title game against the Bills because the teams played an unequal number of games. NFL owners approved a resolution Friday that implemented new rules for this postseason in response of the cancellation of the Bills-Bengals game after Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field last Monday night. The Giants rested their key starters Sunday at Philadelphia to keep them healthy for an NFC playoff game next week against Minnesota. The Eagles beat the Giants 22-16. The final score was largely immaterial to New York on Sunday night. The Giants already secured the number 6 seed in the NFC, and just needed to get through the game to learn their playoff opponent. The Vikings beat the Giants 27-24 on a last-second field goal just two weeks ago. And for the Jets, Jason Sanders kicked a go-ahead 50-yard field goal with 18 seconds left and helped send the Miami Dolphins to their first playoff berth since 2016 after barely squeaking by the New York Jets 11-6. 
The Dolphins snapped a five-game losing streak and then had to wait a few minutes for Buffalo to defeat New England 35-23 to make their postseason appearance official. The Dolphins will play at Buffalo next Sunday. The Jets ended their season with six straight losses and finished a disappointing collapse for Robert Sala's squad. New York failed to score a touchdown in its final three games. Some basketball news. Royce O'Neal's put back with 3.2 seconds left, put Brooklyn ahead to stay, and the Nets defeated the Miami Heat 102-101 on Sunday night in a game where Kevin Durant left early with a right knee injury. Kyrie Irving scored 29 to lead the Nets, who have now won 18 of their last 20 games after winning only 9 of their first 20 games. Durant had 17 before departing, and Seth Curry scored 14 for Brooklyn. Nick Claxton had 13 points and 11 rebounds for the Nets. Jimmy Butler scored 26 for Miami, which got 24 from Tyler Harrow as well. Butler missed a contested shot at the rim on the game's final play. And for the Knicks, Julius Randle had 32 points and 11 rebounds. Mitchell Robinson had 10 points and 18 rebounds before fouling out. And the New York Knicks won their fourth straight game, beating the Toronto Raptors 112-108. Jalen Brunson scored 26 points. Quinton Grimes had 16 and Emmanuel quickly 13 as the Knicks won north of the border for the first time in more than seven years, snapping an 11-game road losing streak against the Raptors. Fred Van Vliet scored 28 points, and Gary Trent Jr. had 27 for the struggling Raptors. Toronto has lost seven of its past eight at home and 11 of 14 overall. Knicks back in action tonight at 7.30 when they take on the Milwaukee Bucks at home in New York. The Knicks now 22-18 and 18 on the season. Some other sports news. Chicago White Sox closer Liam Hendricks says he has non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Hendricks announced Sunday on Instagram that he was diagnosed in recent days. The three-time All-Star was scheduled to begin treatment on Monday. Hendricks says he is confident he will make a full recovery be back on the mound as soon as possible. The five-year survival rate for non-Hodgkin lymphoma is 73.8%, according to the National Cancer Institute. Some forms are aggressive while others are slow-growing. General Manager Rick Hahn says in a statement the White Sox don't expect to have an update on Hendricks' status prior to opening day. And Tom Brady broke his own NFL mark for most completions in a season, quickly gaining the needed nine connections in Tampa Bay's 30-17 loss to the Atlanta Falcons. He played into the second quarter and then was taken out to avoid injury with the playoffs next week. The loss dropped the NFC South champion Buccaneers to 8-9, and nine. The first, time, the first time a team quarterback by Brady has finished the season below 500. Brady had a record 485 completions with the Buccaneers in 2021, and the 45-year-old began the day only nine away from a new mark. 621 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The major stock averages are coming off their first big rally of the new year. The Dow Jones soared 700 points on Friday to close at 33,630. The Standard & Poor's 500 gained two and a quarter percent. The Nasdaq Composite surged two and a half percent. AstraZeneca has struck a deal to buy U.S.-based biopharmaceutical firm Syncor Pharma for up to 1.8 billion dollars. AZN is hoping to boost its line of heart and kidney drugs with that purchase. Pink slips are suddenly falling on the front office more than on the factory floor. The Wall Street Journal says white-collar layoffs nearly doubled from September to November compared to a year ago, while in manufacturing and hospitality they actually dropped. It's getting more expensive to grab a cold one after work. During the last three months of 2022, beer prices jumped 7%. Many brewers say their sales dropped. They blame the rising cost of raw materials and shipping.
Jim Ryan, ABC News. Who's th- this is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table. An electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Six twenty-four on WMBF. Now time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. The coronavirus pandemic didn't just bring us new problems. It did make some existing problems worse as well. People who went into the pandemic with high blood pressure saw their numbers climb even higher. That's according to a new study out of Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. Researchers said a few things were at play as the pandemic got underway. People hit pause on seeking medical care. Their day-to-day routines changed, oftentimes meaning they were getting less sleep, less exercise, eating less healthy food, and drinking more alcohol. They were also, no surprise, more stressed due to job losses, financial hardships, and sickness among family and friends. Look, everyone should know their blood pressure reading just like you know your height and weight. And lowering your blood pressure to less than 120 over 80 is probably one of the best things you can do for your health. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, indoor or outdoor, repair or redesign, and we handle the rest, sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. Retired or retiring soon, how much money do you need to live comfortably? Retirement Planners of America is here for you. Would you like to have financial peace of mind? Here's how. Step one, find out the amount of money you'll need to retire. Step two, have a plan to get there. Step three, make sure that plan can take advantage of market gains but protect you from market losses. Discover how to do all three with a free consultation at 800-508-6108. That's 800-508-6108. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. I never. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 6.28 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Nothing to report on the traffic front in the Binghamton area so far today. So let's drive safely out there this morning. We'll get everybody to work on time and get the week started out on the right foot. And, of course, if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 25 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 19 degrees. Cold weather back after a little bit of a warm week last week. 
Today, partly sunny with a high near 36. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 29. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a high near 41. Wednesday night, chance of rain showers before 8 p.m. Then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees. Chance of rain, 40%. 629, you're listening to WMBF. First... on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. ABC Entertainment News. You should probably run. First weekend of 2023 and the first box office hit of the year. I won't let anything harm you. As Megan pulled in a better than expected $30 million take this past weekend thanks to its viral buzz and solid reviews. Outstanding. But the number one slot still going to Avatar The Way of Water, taking in another $45 million, becoming the seventh highest grossing movie of all time with $1.7 billion globally. Rapper 50 Cent says a TV adaptation of Eminem's 8 Mile is in the works. Fitty dropping the news in an interview with Big Boy TV. The movie won Eminem an Oscar 20 years ago for the song Lose Yourself. Nicholas Bradford. With a signature bowl cut, he became America's little brother to millions of Gen X viewers on 8 is Enough. Adam Rich has died. He was one of the biggest child stars of his time. No cause of death has been given. He was 54 years old. Matt Wolf, ABC News. Now that you're... Thing is, I would never give blood before. You know, before this happened to me, I thought of every excuse of the book, but I'm so thankful that everybody didn't think the way I did or I would have died. Like so many new mothers, Noelle needed blood during the birth of her son. Thanks to the American Red Cross and a donor like you, it was there. One donation, just an hour of your time, can help save up to three lives. Please sign up to give now at redcrossblood.org. Overhead. Hey, sweetie. What's going on? Well, honey, I uh, I have some news. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> All that training paid off. I got the job. Oh, I knew you would get it. So when do you start? When you donate stuff to Goodwill, you help provide job training for people right here in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 9th. You're listening to WNBF. A police officer being investigated for his actions during a New Year's Day arrest in downtown Binghamton has been assigned to desk duty. A 24-year-old man filed a complaint last week with the city police department regarding the officer's actions. Video clips posted online appear to show an officer kneeling on the man's neck near State and Hawley Streets, a short distance from the police station. Police Chief Joseph Sikursky Friday morning released a statement about the department's investigation into the complaint. Sikursky said the agency continues its investigation into a personnel complaint made Monday regarding the arrest that was made on State Street on January 1st. The police chief wrote, the officer who is the subject of the complaint will remain on desk duty pending the results of the investigation. Zakursky's statement indicated the man was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest around 3.20 a.m. on New Year's Day. He said the arrest followed a fight involving multiple people. Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram issued a statement to news organizations indicating the incident would be swiftly and thoroughly investigated to determine facts, including review of body cam footage. 
Frankie Rios, age 42, of Troy, New York, pled guilty to illegally possessing a firearm as a convicted felon and possession with intent to distribute cocaine and cocaine base. Rios, a convicted felon, admitted that he possessed a 25 caliber Mauser handgun with six rounds of ammunition on March 30, 2019. The handgun was recovered from Rios by Troy police officers responding to a stabbing at a bar on 4th Street in Troy. Rios also admitted that on February 17, 2021, he possessed over 100 grams of cocaine and cocaine base with intent to distribute those substances in Troy. Rios faces a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison, a fine up to $1 million, and a term of post-imprisonment supervised release of at least three years when he's sentenced on May 11th. On January 8th, a state trooper observed a 2020 Jeep Renegade traveling eastbound on State Route 104 in the town of Webster at a high rate of speed. The trooper pulled out from his stationary position while attempting to catch up to the target vehicle. The Jeep Renegade drove off the south shoulder and struck the bridge at Five Mile Line Road. The vehicle overturned and caught fire. The trooper utilized a fire extinguisher to control the fire and extinguish the flames. The operator was pronounced deceased at the scene and was the sole occupant of the vehicle. The driver's name is being withheld pending family notification. The West Webster Fire Department responded and assisted at the scene. The New York State Police Bureau of Criminal Investigations is continuing the investigation. And the New York State Office of the Attorney General responded to the scene. On January 6th, state police arrested Thomas R. Butts, age 37, from Casanova New York and charged him with one count of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree, a Class C felony, 15 counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, a Class D felony, and 22 counts of failure to safely store firearms in the first degree, a Class A misdemeanor. The arrest is the result of an investigation into an illegal narcotics complaint inside his residence on South Road in the town of Fenner. During the investigation, drug paraphernalia, including syringes and numerous glassine envelopes, Envelopes were located in the area of numerous handguns, assault rifles, assault pistols, and high-capacity magazines. In total, 12 handguns, 6 assault rifles, 2 assault pistols, 4 shotguns, 5 rifles, and 18 high-capacity magazines and several compliant magazines were seized. Butts was arraigned in the town of Fenner Court and released on $35,000 bail. New York Attorney General Letitia James announced the sentencing of Kadka Pradhan of 52 of Rochester for raping and sexually assaulting an 81-year-old nursing home resident suffering from dementia at the Shore Winds Nursing Home in Rochester in September 2021, where he formerly worked as a housekeeper. In Monroe County Court, Judge Caroline Morrison sentenced Pradhan to 25 years in prison on those charges to be served concurrently and 20 years of post-release supervision. In November 2022, a jury convicted Pradhan of rape in the first degree, criminal sexual act in the first degree, and endangering the welfare of an incompetent or physically disabled person in the first degree and other lower-level offenses. In a press release last week, Attorney General James stated, when a New Yorker enters a nursing home, they and their families expect that they will be treated with care and respect. Kadka Pradhan committed hideous, shocking crimes, violating an elderly nursing home resident who trusted she would be safe at Shore Winds Nursing Home. No time served can ease the pain forced upon one of our most vulnerable, but make no mistake, my office will always go after violent criminals and ensure they are held accountable for threatening New Yorkers' safety. After an epic 15-ballot election to become House Speaker, Republican Kevin McCarthy faces his next big test in governing a fractious, slim majority that could come today when lawmakers are set to consider a rules package to govern the House. Drafting and approving it is normally a fairly routine legislative affair, but in these times, it's the next showdown for the embattled McCarthy. To become Speaker, McCarthy had to make a concession to a small group of hardliners who refused to support him until he yielded to their demands. Now those promises, or at least some of them, are being put into writing to be voted on when lawmakers return this week. And President Joe Biden has wrapped up a four-hour visit to the U.S.-Mexico border. 
The president walked a muddy stretch of the border and inspected a busy port of entry on Sunday, but he did not appear to meet with migrants during his first trip to the region as president. His visit to El Paso, Texas, came as Republicans try to blame him for the record number of migrants coming into the country. Republican Governor Greg Abbott handed Biden a letter saying he has failed to enforce federal law. Later Sunday, Biden arrived in Mexico City for a two-day summit of North American leaders. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny with a high near 36. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 29. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And on Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a high near 41. Wednesday night, chance of rain showers after 8 p.m., mixing with snow after 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 40%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly... It's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. First. News Radio 1290, WMBF. 6.41 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Now, some interesting NFL news. The AFC Championship game will be played on a neutral site if the Chiefs and Bills reach that point seems likely that they will reach that point. Like football fans can agree, the Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills are head and shoulders above the rest of the AFC. But after that game last week for the Bills got canceled because DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field, well, there's some questions on what to actually do. Because there is a bit of home field advantage like, that matters in the NFL. And it's not really fair to the Bills that that game ended up getting suspended and they would lose home field advantage in that AFC Championship game because they were in the first position. All they had to do was win their last two games and they would have taken the number one seed. But obviously that game against the Bengals not getting finished so they fall below the Chiefs for that number one seed. But a neutral site isn't the worst compromise in the world. Some other ideas that were getting tossed out there were eliminating the bye week before the Super Bowl. But the game ended up not getting rescheduled. So the Bills and the Chiefs headed towards a likely matchup, I would say, in the AFC Championship game at a neutral site. I don't know where the neutral site will be. But not that it particularly matters. You know, Bills fans are going to travel for that anyway. As will Chiefs fans, but Bills fans especially. Bills fans are psychopaths. Well, that's what we love about them. And some good news on DeMar Hamlin, too. It sounds like he's doing a lot better. All the signs have been positive, at least all the signs that I've seen. 
people saying these are positive developments, obviously not going to be coming back this year. But still, sounds like he's on the road to recovery. And now you just sit back and watch the Bills go on to the AFC Championship game, a little rematch with the Kansas City Chiefs. I guess all we can do now is hope that a coin flip doesn't decide who wins this game, as it did last year. Last year, going into overtime, and the entire second half, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes were just slinging long passes, touchdowns after touchdowns. You got the sense right away that whoever won the coin toss was going to win that game. The Chiefs ended up winning. So you hope that it doesn't come down to that again this year, because that overtime format is kind of stupid for the NFL. It's a black eye on the league to not let Josh Allen have the ball in overtime of the AFC Championship game. It's insane. Oh, no, that wasn't the AFC Championship game. That was the semifinals, I believe. But either way, a plan is in motion. A plan is set for what to do if the Chiefs and Bills reach that point. A neutral site, not the worst thing in the world. 645, you're listening to WMBF. Welcome. If you served honorably in our nation's armed forces and you're looking for a way to continue serving your fellow veterans in your community, then join AMVETS. Each year, AMVETS members volunteer millions of hours at VA healthcare facilities from coast to coast, helping to improve the lives of their fellow veterans through the VA Voluntary Services Program. AMVETS posts and departments also participate in a wide variety of community service projects, ranging from Americanism in our schools to supporting the Special Olympics and Boy Scouts of America. If you no longer wear the uniform today, you can still serve through the AMVETS by joining today at AMVETS.org. Hi, I'm Tom. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back live at the National Butt Out Finals. A.J. Langer is all fired up. And there he goes. It's out. He put his butt out in 2.6 seconds. Lori is with AJ. Lori? AJ, how did you get your butt out so quick? Well, I learned the hard way. I burned the house down. If you smoke, put it out. All the way. Every time. Smoking is the number one cause of preventable home fire deaths. Check out usfa.dhs.gov slash smoking. A message from the U.S. Fire Administration and firefighters everywhere. You're one stop. on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Nothing to report on the traffic front in the Binghamton area today, so let's drive safely out there this morning. We'll get everybody to work on time, get the week started out on the right foot. And, of course, if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 25 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 19 degrees. Today partly sunny with a high near 36 Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 29. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a high near 41. Wednesday night, chance of rain showers before 8 p.m. Then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees. Chance of rain, 40%. 649, you're listening to WMBF. Colorectal cancer screening saves lives, but only if people get tested. About 23 million adults have never been tested. Almost two out of three have a regular doctor and health insurance that would pay for the test. Doctors often recommend colonoscopy, but the fecal occult blood test and sigmoidoscopy also effectively find colorectal cancer early. When people can pick the test they prefer, they're more likely to actually get tested. If you're between the ages of 50 and 75, talk with your doctor about which test is best for you. 
Make sure you understand the steps you need to take to get tested. If you have a family history of colorectal cancer or polyps or inflammatory bowel disease, ask your doctor if you should start screening before age 50. Through the Affordable Care Act, many people have access to health insurance that covers colorectal cancer screening tests at no cost. Remember, the best test is the test that gets done. Riverwalk, you are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a warm place on a cold I want to day. Be a football I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. on WMBF. Now time for Kim Commando. The 2023 Consumer Electronics Show is thankfully over. Today, here's a recap of the good, the bad, and the silly. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by ExpressVPN. Secure your online data and get an extra three months free at expressvpn.com slash Kim. As it is every year, most of the items that triggered media attention at the show will come to nothing. Last year's big thing was virtual reality. This year, it was nowhere to be seen. And then there's the Aska A5, a four-seater drive-and-fly vertical takeoff and landing flying car. The media loved it, and that will be the end of it. We're decades away from this. But there was a real innovation. Displace is a startup TV company, and they unveiled a 25-pound, 55-inch battery-powered wireless flat screen that sticks to any wall. No mounting hardware required. This one has a chance. As for other flat screens, look for bigger, thinner, and lower prices coming soon. Be sure to enter to win a $500 gift card at my site. That's commando.com slash win. Innovative businesses see every day as an opportunity to create something new. Dell Technologies Advisors are here with tools and expertise to help you do incredible things. Because Dell Technologies believes there's an innovator in all of us. Learn more about smart PCs powered by the Intel vPro platform that's built for business. Find tech that's right for you by calling a Dell Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. At T-Mobile, we believe people deserve more without paying more. For a limited time, get four iPhone 14s with their amazing cameras on us and four lines for 25 bucks a line. It's like expecting one Caroline. Deck the hallway. And getting a quiet. Switch and get four iPhone 14s on us with eligible trade-ins and four lines for 25 bucks a line. With 24 monthly bill credits and auto pay plus taxes and fees for well-qualified customers with four-line minimum. If you cancel service before 24 credits, credit stop at balance and required finance agreement for all devices is due. See T-Mobile.com for details. It feels like you're frozen, petrified. You're struggling with your mortgage payments. The bills begin to pile up. Not knowing what to do, you do nothing at all. 
And that's the worst thing you can do. Because if you take action, if you do something about your mortgage problems, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program. Call 888-995-HOPE to talk one-on-one with a housing expert about the options that are right for you. Real help, real answers, right now. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov and do something about your mortgage problems. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Your on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Naheem Hines ignited an emotionally charged atmosphere celebrating injured Bills safety DeMar Hamlin by returning two kickoffs for touchdowns. And Buffalo clinched the AFC's number two playoff seed with a 35-23 win over the New England Patriots. The loss, coupled with Miami beating the New York Jets, eliminated the Patriots from the playoffs for the second time in three years. Buffalo will now host the division rival Dolphins in the wildcard round next Sunday. With the game in hand, Bills players held up three fingers in honor of Hamlin's number with the crowd chanting Hamlin in honor of the safety who is recovering in a Cincinnati hospital after going into cardiac arrest last Monday. And the AFC Championship game will be played on a neutral site if the Chiefs and Bills reach that point. Buffalo's 35-23 win over New England on Sunday, coupled with Kansas City's 31-13 victory at Las Vegas on Saturday, means the number one seed Chiefs can't host the conference title game against the Bills because the teams played an unequal number of games. The NFL owners approved a resolution Friday that implemented new rules for this postseason in response to the cancellation of the Bills-Bengals game after Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field Monday night. For the Giants, the Giants rested their key starters Sunday at Philadelphia to keep them healthy for an NFC playoff game next week against Minnesota. The Eagles beat the Giants 22-16, the final score was largely immaterial to New York on Sunday night. The Giants already secured the number 6 seed in the NFC and just needed to get through the game to learn their playoff opponent. The Vikings beat the Giants 27-24 on a last-second field goal just two weeks ago. And for the Jets, Jason Sanders kicked a go-ahead 50-yard field goal with 18 seconds left and helped send the Miami Dolphins to their first playoff berth since 2016 after barely squeaking by the New York Jets 11-6. The Dolphins snapped a five-game losing streak and then had to wait a few minutes for Buffalo to defeat New England, 35-23, to make their postseason appearance official. The Dolphins will play at Buffalo next Sunday. The Jets ended their season with six straight losses and finished a disappointing collapse for Robert Sala's squad. New York failed to score a touchdown in its final three games. Some basketball news. Royce O'Neal's putback with 3.2 seconds left put Brooklyn ahead to stay. And the Nets defeated the Miami Heat 102-101 on Sunday night in a game where Kevin Durant left early with a right knee injury. Kyrie Irving scored 29 to lead the Nets, who have now won 18 of their last 20 after winning only 9 of their first 20. Durant had 17 before departing, and Seth Curry scored 14 for Brooklyn. Nick Claxton had 13 points and 11 rebounds for the Nets. Jimmy Butler scored 26 for Miami, which got 24 from Tyler Harrow. Butler missed a contested shot at the rim on the game's final play. And for the Knicks, Julius Randle had 32 points and 11 rebounds. Mitchell Robinson had 10 points and 18 rebounds before fouling out. And the New York Knicks won their fourth straight game, beating the Toronto Raptors 112-108. 
Jalen Brunson scored 26 points, Quinton Grimes had 16, and Emmanuel quickly 13, as the Knicks won north of the border for the first time in more than seven years, snapping an 11-game road losing streak against the Raptors. 659, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Closing out hour number one of WNBF's first news with myself, James Kelly. Got two more hours to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now, our live and local talk show. Your chance to call in and contribute. ABC News, coming up next. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 9th. You're listening to WNBF. A police officer being investigated for his actions during a New Year's Day arrest in downtown Binghamton has been assigned to desk duty. A 24-year-old man filed a complaint last week with the city police department regarding the officer's actions. Video clips posted online appear to show an officer kneeling on the man's neck near State and Hawley Streets, a short distance from the police station. Police Chief Joseph Sikursky Friday morning released a statement about the department's investigation into the complaint. Sikursky said the agency continues its investigation into a personnel complaint made Monday regarding the arrest that was made on State Street on January 1st. The police chief wrote, The officer who is the subject of the complaint will remain on desk duty pending the results of the investigation. Zakursky's statement indicated the man was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest around 3.20 a.m. on New Year's Day. He said the arrest followed a fight involving multiple people. Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram issued a statement to news organizations indicating the incident would be swiftly and thoroughly investigated to determine facts, including review of body cam footage. Frankie Rios, age 42, of Troy, New York, pled guilty to illegally possessing a firearm as a convicted felon and possession with intent to distribute cocaine and cocaine base. Rios, a convicted felon, admitted that he possessed a 25 caliber Mauser handgun with six rounds of ammunition on March 30, 2019. The handgun was recovered from Rios by Troy police officers responding to a stabbing at a bar on 4th Street in Troy. Rios also admitted that on February 17, 2021, he possessed over 100 grams of cocaine and cocaine base with intent to distribute those substances in Troy. Rios faces a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison, a fine up to $1 million, and a term of post-imprisonment supervised release of at least three years when he's sentenced on May 11th. On January 8th, a state trooper observed a 2020 Jeep Renegade traveling eastbound on State Route 104 in the town of Webster at a high rate of speed. The trooper pulled out from his stationary position while attempting to catch up to the target vehicle. The Jeep Renegade drove off the south shoulder and struck the bridge at Five Mile Line Road. The vehicle overturned and caught fire. The trooper utilized a fire extinguisher to control the fire and extinguish the flames. The operator was pronounced deceased at the scene and was the sole occupant of the vehicle. The driver's name is being withheld pending family notification. The West Webster Fire Department responded and assisted at the scene. The New York State Police Bureau of Criminal Investigations is continuing the investigation. And the New York State Office of the Attorney General responded to the scene. On January 6th, state police arrested Thomas R. Butts, age 37, from Casanova, New York, and charged him with one count of criminal possession 
possession of a weapon in the second degree, a Class C felony, 15 counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, a Class D felony, and 22 counts of failure to safely store firearms in the first degree, a Class A misdemeanor. The arrest is the result of an investigation into an illegal narcotics complaint inside his residence on South Road in the town of Fenner. During the investigation, drug paraphernalia, including syringes and numerous glassine envelopes, were located in the area of numerous handguns, assault rifles, assault pistols, and high-capacity magazines. In total, 12 handguns, 6 assault rifles, 2 assault pistols, 4 shotguns, 5 rifles, and 18 high-capacity magazines and several compliant magazines were seized. Butts was arraigned in the town of Fenner Court and released on $35,000 bail. New York Attorney General Letitia James announced the sentencing of Kadka Pradhan of 52 of Rochester for raping and sexually assaulting an 81-year-old nursing home resident suffering from dementia at the Shore Winds Nursing Home in Rochester in September 2021, where he formerly worked as a housekeeper. In Monroe County Court, Judge Caroline Morrison sentenced Pradhan to 25 years in prison on those charges to be served concurrently and 20 years of post-release supervision. In November 2022, a jury convicted Pradhan of rape in the first degree, criminal sexual act in the first degree, and endangering the welfare of an incompetent or physically disabled person in the first degree and other lower-level offenses. In a press release last week, Attorney General James stated, when a New Yorker enters a nursing home, they and their families expect that they will be treated with care and respect. Kadka Pradhan committed hideous, shocking crimes, violating an elderly nursing home resident who trusted she would be safe at Shore Winds Nursing Home. No time served can ease the pain forced upon one of our most vulnerable, but make no mistake, my office will always go after violent criminals and ensure they are held accountable for threatening New Yorkers' safety. After an epic 15-ballot election to become House Speaker, Republican Kevin McCarthy faces his next big test in governing a fractious, slim majority that could come today when lawmakers are set to consider a rules package to govern the House. Drafting and approving it is normally a fairly routine legislative affair, but in these times, it's the next showdown for the embattled McCarthy. To become Speaker, McCarthy had to make a concession to a small group of hardliners who refused to support him until he yielded to their demands. Now those promises, or at least some of them, are being put into writing to be voted on when lawmakers return this week. And President Joe Biden has wrapped up a four-hour visit to the U.S.-Mexico border. The president walked a muddy stretch of the border and inspected a busy port of entry on Sunday, but he did not appear to meet with migrants during his first trip to the region as president. His visit to El Paso, Texas, came as Republicans try to blame him for the record number of migrants coming into the country. Republican Governor Greg Abbott handed Biden a letter saying he has failed to enforce federal law. Later Sunday, Biden arrived in Mexico City for a two-day summit of North American leaders. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny with a high near 36. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 29. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And on Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a high near 41. Wednesday night, chance of rain showers after 8 p.m., mixing with snow after 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 40%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, news radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Are you a local? Imagine a world where bullying isn't considered a normal part of childhood. A world where I'm not afraid to go to school. <laughs> to speak out. To be myself. Loser. A world where I'm not afraid to be caught alone. Go on, punk. We have the power to stop the bullying. Speak out. Speak up. Educate. Find out what to look for and how you can make a difference at bullying.org. 
Bullying is not kids being kids. It's not about good homes or bad homes. It's not a normal part of growing up. I shouldn't be afraid to get on the school bus. To turn on my computer. Or walk to my locker. Did you know that a bully will stop his or her behavior in 10 seconds when their peers speak up? Use your voice. Hey, leave him alone. We have the power to stop bullying. Find out more at bullying.org. Bullying.org. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. Where you're not alone. News Radio 1290 WMBF. 7-12 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Nothing to report on the traffic front in the Binghamton area so far today. So let's drive safely out there this morning. We'll get everybody to work on time. Get the week started on the right foot. And, of course, if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 25 degrees and overcast outside. Windchill has it at 19 degrees. Today partly sunny with a high near 36. Tonight mostly cloudy, a low near 29. Tomorrow mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Wednesday mostly cloudy with a high near 41. Wednesday night chance of rain showers before 8 p.m. Then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees. Chance of rain 40%. 7:13. You're listening to WMBF. For home fuel. Can't believe we have to make this commercial. It's ridiculous. You'll think it's ridiculous too. Listen to this. This commercial is about, well, it's about parents being rude at high school athletic events. Ridiculous, right? It gets worse. Studies show more than 75% of new high school officials are quitting because of bad adult behavior. So now there's a shortage of refs here in New York. In almost all sports. No officials means no more games. Is that what you want for us? Come on, parents. It's time to grow up. Cheer for your team. Be proud of your children. But stop being so ridiculous. And don't make us run another commercial. Because we will. This message presented by the New York State Public High School Athletic Association and the New York State Athletic Administrators Association. Reminding you to always practice good sportsmanship. Did you know? on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Naheem Hines ignited an emotionally charged atmosphere celebrating injured Bills safety DeMar Hamlin by returning two kickoffs for touchdowns. And Buffalo clinched the AFC's number two playoff seed with a 35-23 win over the New England Patriots. The loss, coupled with Miami beating the New York Jets, eliminated the Patriots from the playoffs for the second time in three years. Buffalo will now host the division rival Dolphins in the wild card round next Sunday. With the game in hand, Bills players held up three fingers in honor of Hamlin's number, with the crowd chanting Hamlin, in honor of the safety who is recovering in a Cincinnati hospital after going into cardiac arrest last Monday. And the AFC Championship game will be played on a neutral site if the Chiefs and Bills reach that point. Buffalo's 35-23 win over New England on Sunday, coupled with Kansas City's 31-13 victory at Las Vegas on Saturday, means the number one seed Chiefs can't host the conference title game against the Bills because the teams played an unequal number of games. 
NFL owners approved a resolution Friday that implemented new rules for this postseason in response to the cancellation of the Bills-Bengals game after Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field on Monday Night Football. For the Giants, they rested their key starters Sunday at Philadelphia to keep them healthy for an NFC playoff game next week against Minnesota. The Eagles beat the Giants 22-16. The final score was largely immaterial to New York on Sunday night. The Giants already secured the number 6 seed in the NFC and just needed to get through the game to learn their playoff opponent. The Vikings beat the Giants 27-24 on a last-second field goal just two weeks ago. And for the Jets, Jason Sanders kicked a go-ahead 50-yard field goal with 18 seconds left and helped send the Miami Dolphins to their first playoff berth since 2016 after barely squeaking by the New York Jets 11-6. The Dolphins snapped a five-game losing streak and then had to wait a few minutes for Buffalo to defeat New England 35-23 to make their postseason appearance official. The Dolphins will play at Buffalo next Sunday. The Jets ended the season with six straight losses and finished a disappointing collapse for Robert Sala's squad. New York failed to score a touchdown in its final three games. Some basketball news. Royce O'Neal's putback with 3.2 seconds left put Brooklyn ahead to stay. And the Nets defeated the Miami Heat 102-101 on Sunday night in a game where Kevin Durant left early with a right knee injury. Kyrie Irving scored 29 to lead the Nets, who have now won 18 of their last 20 after winning only 9 of their first 20 games. Durant had 17 before departing, and Seth Curry scored 14 for Brooklyn. Nick Claxton had 13 points and 11 rebounds for the Nets. For Miami, Jimmy Butler scored 26, and Tyler Harrow scored 24. And Butler missed a contested shot at the rim on the game's final play. For the Knicks, Julius Randle had 32 points and 11 rebounds. Mitchell Robinson had 10 points and 18 rebounds before fouling out. And the New York Knicks won their fourth straight game, beating the Toronto Raptors 112-108. Jalen Brunson scored 26 points, Quinton Grimes had 16, and Emmanuel quickly 13, as the Knicks won north of the border for the first time in more than seven years, snapping an 11-game road losing streak against the Raptors. Fred Van Vliet scored 28 points, and Gary Trent Jr. had 27 for the struggling Raptors. Toronto has lost seven of its past eight at home, and 11 of 14 overall. The Knicks will be back in action tonight at 7.30. When they host the Milwaukee Bucks, the Knicks now 22-18 and 18 on the year. Some other sports news. Chicago White Sox closer Liam Hendricks says he has non-Hodgkin lymphoma. Hendricks announced Sunday on Instagram that he was diagnosed in recent days. The three-time All-Star was scheduled to begin treatment on Monday. Hendricks says he is confident he will make a full recovery and be back on the mound as soon as possible. The five-year survival rate for non-Hodgkin lymphoma is 73.8%, according to the National Cancer Institute. Some forms are aggressive, while others are slow-growing. General Manager Rick Hahn says in a statement the White Sox don't expect to have an update on Hendricks' status prior to opening day. Interesting tie-in for the Mets there. Liam Hendricks was one of the relievers that the Mets had been targeting. Should they move on from Brett Beatty and close this deal with Carlos Correa, Brett Beatty becomes a very valuable trade option for the Mets if they're able to lock down Correa as third baseman. But now I highly doubt that trade would happen. And Tom Brady broke his own NFL mark for most completions in a season, quickly gaining the needed nine connections in Tampa Bay's 30-17 loss to Atlanta He played into the second quarter and then was taken out to avoid injury with the playoffs next week. 
The loss dropped the NFC South champion Buccaneers to 8-9, and nine, the first time a team quarterbacked by Brady has finished a season below 500. Brady had a record 485 completions with the Buccaneers in 2021, and the 45-year-old began the day only nine away from a new mark. 721 on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Jim Ryan with Wall Street Now. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. The major stock averages are coming off their first big rally of the new year. The Dow Jones soared 700 points on Friday to close at 33.630. The Standard & Poor's 500 gained two and a quarter percent. The Nasdaq Composite surged two and a half percent. AstraZeneca has struck a deal to buy U.S.-based biopharmaceutical firm Syncor Pharma for up to $1.8 billion. AZN is hoping to boost its line of heart and kidney drugs with that purchase. Pink slips are suddenly falling on the front office more than on the factory floor. The Wall Street Journal says white-collar layoffs nearly doubled from September to November compared to a year ago, while in manufacturing and hospitality they actually dropped. It's getting more expensive to grab a cold one after work. During the last three months of 2022, beer prices jumped 7%. Many brewers say their sales dropped. They blame the rising cost of raw materials and shipping. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Students, when I call the reason for your absences throughout the years, please exit the auditorium without your high school diploma. Too tired. Family trip. Sick day. Starting the holidays early. Starting in the sixth grade, students who miss 18 days or more of school in a year for any reason will fall behind and risk not graduating high school. How many days of school has your child missed this year? Absences add up. Keep track at boostattendance.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Boost. Runners, to your mark. Set. Some may see a sprinter. At the NFHS, we see a future leader already off to the races. Some may see a volleyball player. One hit! Way to go, girl! At the NFHS, we see a spike in confidence that will help her achieve her potential. What else do we see? Musicians learning to march to their own beat. We're the NFHS, the national leader and advocate for high school athletics and activities in America, helping today's teenagers develop the skills they need to become tomorrow's leaders. And we see it happening in communities across New York every single day. Learn more about the NFHS commitment to youth at NFHS.org. This message presented by the NFHS, the National Federation of State High School Associations. on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Political Insights. Here are your political insights from ABC News. Before dawn on Saturday, Kevin McCarthy finally got sufficient votes to become House Speaker. Majority Republicans now turning to their investigation agenda. The House plans to vote on a special subcommittee to investigate the investigators at the FBI and the Department of Justice. This was a concession that McCarthy made to get some of those far-right members on board with his speakership. They say they even want to look into ongoing criminal investigations. Now, Democrats worry this could put Republicans on a total collision course with the DOJ and potentially disrupt probes that the DOJ has already launched into January. 
January 6th and former President Trump. ABC's Mary Alice Parks. They also want to investigate the border situation. And McCarthy said the first bill Republicans will introduce will repeal new funding for the Internal Revenue Service. It might pass the House. It will go nowhere in the Senate. And those are your political insights. Richard Cantu, ABC News. I never write re- on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Nothing to report on the traffic front in the Binghamton area so far today, so let's drive safely out there this morning. We'll get everybody to work on time and get the week started out on the right foot. And of course, if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 26 degrees and overcast outside. Today, partly sunny with a high near 36. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 29. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a high near 41. Wednesday night, chance of rain showers before 8 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 40%. 729, you're listening to WMBF. In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in point one miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I got smart about mortgages. Now it's my house I go home to. I got smart about credit cards. Now paper or plastic has a whole new meaning. When it comes to your money, whatever you want to get smart about, you can find it at smartaboutmoney.org. Smartaboutmoney.org is a free online resource from the National Endowment for Financial Education. We're an independent nonprofit foundation dedicated to helping people just like you get sound information about money. Smartaboutmoney.org. It's the easy place to start when you want to get smart. Seven thirty on WMBF. Now time for an ABC Entertainment update. Entertainment News. You should probably run. First weekend of 2023 and the first box office hit of the year. I won't let anything harm you. As Megan pulled in a better than expected $30 million take this past weekend thanks to its viral buzz and solid reviews. Outstanding. But the number one slot still going to Avatar The Way of Water taking in another $45 million becoming the seventh highest grossing movie of all time with $1.7 billion globally. Rapper 50 Cent says a TV adaptation of Eminem's 8 Mile is in the works. Fitty dropping the news in an interview with Big Boy TV. The movie won Eminem an Oscar 20 years ago for the song Lose Yourself. Nicholas Bradford. With a signature bowl cut, he became America's little brother to millions of Gen X viewers on 8 is Enough. Adam Rich has died. He was one of the biggest child stars of his time. No cause of death has been given. He was 54 years old. Matt Wolf, ABC News. Individual rates. As the world faces the challenges of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, Lions recognize that kindness matters now more than ever. And Lions and Leos are finding ways to continue to serve our communities, including ordering food delivery for healthcare workers, 
holding story time for children online, and providing surgical masks to medical professionals and first responders. Empowering us to do more, Lions Club's International Foundation has provided nearly $2.5 million in grant funding for COVID-19 relief. And that support continues to grow. For more than 100 years, in times of need, Lions always find a way to help those around them. And after we emerge from this, we will be stronger than ever. Visit lionsclubs.org to learn more. Where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WNBF. Good morning on this Monday, January 9th. You're listening to WNBF. A police officer being investigated for his actions during a New Year's Day arrest in downtown Binghamton has been assigned to desk duty. A 24-year-old man filed a complaint last week with the city police department regarding the officer's actions. Video clips posted online appear to show an officer kneeling on the man's neck near State and Hawley Streets, a short distance from the police station. Police Chief Joseph Sikursky Friday morning released a statement about the department's investigation into the complaint. Sikursky said the agency continues its investigation into a personnel complaint made Monday regarding the arrest that was made on State Street on January 1st. The police chief wrote, the officer who is the subject of the complaint will remain on desk duty pending the results of the investigation. Sikursky's statement indicated the man was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and resisting arrest around 3.20 a.m. on New Year's Day. He said the arrest followed a fight involving multiple people. Binghamton Mayor Jared Cram issued a statement to news organizations indicating the incident would be swiftly and thoroughly investigated to determine facts, including review of body cam footage. Frankie Rios, age 42, of Troy, New York, pled guilty to illegally possessing a firearm as a convicted felon and possession with intent to distribute cocaine and cocaine base. Rios, a convicted felon, admitted that he possessed a 25 caliber Mauser handgun with six rounds of ammunition on March 30, 2019. The handgun was recovered from Rios by Troy police officers responding to a stabbing at a bar on 4th Street in Troy. Rios also admitted that on February 17, 2021, he possessed over 100 grams of cocaine and cocaine base with intent to distribute those substances in Troy. Rios faces a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison, a fine up to $1 million, and a term of post-imprisonment supervised release of at least three years when he's sentenced on May 11th. On January 8th, a state trooper observed a 2020 Jeep Renegade traveling eastbound on State Route 104 in the town of Webster at a high rate of speed. The trooper pulled out from his stationary position while attempting to catch up to the target vehicle. The Jeep Renegade drove off the south shoulder and struck the bridge at Five Mile Line Road. The vehicle overturned and caught fire. The trooper utilized a fire extinguisher to control the fire and extinguish the flames. The operator was pronounced deceased at the scene and was the sole occupant of the vehicle. The driver's name is being withheld pending family notification. The West Webster Fire Department responded and assisted at the scene. The New York State Police Bureau of Criminal Investigations is continuing the investigation. And the New York State Office of the Attorney General responded to the scene. On January 6th, state police arrested Thomas R. Butts, age 37, from Casanova, New York, and charged him with one count of criminal possession. Possession of a weapon in the second degree, a Class C felony, 15 counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the third degree, a Class D felony, and 22 counts of failure to safely store firearms in the first degree, a Class A misdemeanor. The arrest is the result of an investigation into an illegal narcotics complaint inside his residence on South Road in the town of Fenner. During the investigation, drug paraphernalia, including syringes and numerous glassine envelopes,
envelopes were located in the area of numerous handguns, assault rifles, assault pistols, and high-capacity magazines. In total, 12 handguns, 6 assault rifles, 2 assault pistols, 4 shotguns, 5 rifles, and 18 high-capacity magazines and several compliant magazines were seized. Butts was arraigned in the town of Fenner Court and released on $35,000 bail. New York Attorney General Letitia James announced the sentencing of Kadka Pradhan of 52 of Rochester for raping and sexually assaulting an 81-year-old nursing home resident suffering from dementia at the Shore Winds Nursing Home in Rochester in September 2021, where he formerly worked as a housekeeper. In Monroe County Court, Judge Caroline Morrison sentenced Pradhan to 25 years in prison on those charges to be served concurrently and 20 years of post-release supervision. In November 2022, a jury convicted Pradhan of rape in the first degree, criminal sexual act in the first degree, and endangering the welfare of an incompetent or physically disabled person in the first degree and other lower-level offenses. In a press release last week, Attorney General James stated, when a New Yorker enters a nursing home, they and their families expect that they will be treated with care and respect. Kadka Pradhan committed hideous, shocking crimes, violating an elderly nursing home resident who trusted she would be safe at Shore Winds Nursing Home. No time served can ease the pain forced upon one of our most vulnerable, but make no mistake, my office will always go after violent criminals and ensure they are held accountable for threatening New Yorkers' safety. After an epic 15-ballot election to become House Speaker, Republican Kevin McCarthy faces his next big test in governing a fractious, slim majority that could come today when lawmakers are set to consider a rules package to govern the House. Drafting and approving it is normally a fairly routine legislative affair, but in these times, it's the next showdown for the embattled McCarthy. To become Speaker, McCarthy had to make a concession to a small group of hardliners who refused to support him until he yielded to their demands. Now those promises, or at least some of them, are being put into writing to be voted on when lawmakers return this week. And President Joe Biden has wrapped up a four-hour visit to the U.S.-Mexico border. The president walked a muddy stretch of the border and inspected a busy port of entry on Sunday, but he did not appear to meet with migrants during his first trip to the region as president. His visit to El Paso, Texas, came as Republicans try to blame him for the record number of migrants coming into the country. Republican Governor Greg Abbott handed Biden a letter saying he has failed to enforce federal law. Later Sunday, Biden arrived in Mexico City for a two-day summit of North American leaders. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Today, partly sunny with a high near 36. Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low near 29. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy, a high near 36. Tomorrow night, mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And on Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a high near 41. Wednesday night, chance of rain showers after 8 p.m., mixing with snow after 9 p.m. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees, chance of rain 40%. You're listening to WMBF, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. I never school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in New York knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? New York needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. 
741 on WMBF. You're listening to First News with myself, James Kelly. I got a little bit tricked this morning after the warm weather we had last week. I forgot to start my car. I'm a creature of habit in the morning. And at 4 a.m., it's really hard to actively think about anything. So I got to get into a routine. I, you know, make my coffee, get myself some lunch. It's a routine. After last week, it was so warm that I stopped starting my car right when I wake up to give it like five minutes to really get going. I found myself out there scraping ice off the front of it today, being freezing in the car on the way in. Didn't even take advantage of the remote starter. But I do have to say, so far, the Binghamton winter has underwhelmed me. I was a little frightened of it when I first got here. I came here in June. Now, I've done the upstate New York winter before. But I remember being slightly worse than this so far. Now we're into January. I feel like there haven't really been too many rough days. Not a lot of huge snowfall. That really messes thing up. Just a couple times. So, I mean, so far, the Binghamton winter really hasn't been all that crazy. Now, I don't know. Maybe it's like February when it starts to like really get cold. And then you start to realize, oh, right, this is why nobody goes outside ever during the winter. It's an indoor-only kind of place. But right now, I mean, we're getting started in the 30s this week, but it's going to warm up into the 40s again by the end of the week. So that's not too bad. We can do that. We can survive that. Be nice to figure out how to control the weather. We have a nice 60 every day. That's what I want. 60 degrees every single day, start to finish. Overnight, too. Like temperature-controlled global climate change. But I guess I'll deal with the cold as of now. Because it's not that bad. It really hasn't been that bad yet. And I know I'm, I'm kind of jinxing myself and everybody by saying this has been a pretty mild winter by what I was expecting. I don't know if it gets worse than this. 744. You're listening to WMBF. If you Hi, this is Savannah Guthrie with an urgent story developing right now in every state and county across America. Despite having more than enough food available in this country, there are nearly 16 million kids, that's one in five children, struggling with hunger. They often don't even know where their next meal is coming from. And the worst part is, this has been going on for years. There's no excuse for it, and that's why Feeding America is doing its best to put an end to childhood hunger. As a nationwide network of food banks, Feeding America engages local communities in solving hunger by collecting surplus food, giving hope to hungry kids and their families all across our nation. But they need your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. You can start by going to feedingamerica.org to learn more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's Jesse Kelly. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. What? Why? Just wait for the inheritance. We've definitely got a rich uncle somewhere. We're one call away from the winner's circle at the Derby, dinners with multiple forks, a vacation home in the country, using summer as a verb. You don't actually think that, do you? When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. When I add a- News Radio 1290 
7.47 on WMBF. Time for a check on traffic and weather. Nothing to report on the traffic front in the Binghamton area so far today. So let's drive safely out there this morning. We'll get everybody to work on time and get the week started out on the right foot. And of course, if you see anything unseemly out there, let us know. We'll let everybody else know. National Weather Service forecast for downtown Binghamton. Right now about 26 degrees and overcast outside. Today partly sunny with a high near 36. Tonight mostly cloudy, a low near 29. Tomorrow mostly cloudy with a high near 36. Tomorrow night mostly cloudy, a low near 28. And Wednesday mostly cloudy with a high near 41. Wednesday night chance of rain showers before 8 p.m. Then a chance of rain and snow showers. Mostly cloudy with a low near 33 degrees. Chance of rain 40%. 748. You're listening to WMBF. First, this message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural. You must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Seven fifty on WMBF. Now time for ABC's Tech Trends. From ABC News Tech Trends, last year was relatively light on virtual reality headset announcements, but 2023 is shaping up to be a big year for VR. Ian Hamilton is the managing editor of Upload VR. He says Apple and Sony were expected to reveal high-end VR headsets last year. Both got pushed out of 2022, so that's a lot of like pent-up advancement in overall understanding of how good a VR experience it can actually be. Meta, meanwhile, is expected to show off a follow-up to its popular Quest 2. It's already moved about 15 million of those. We could expect that a Quest 3 would reach a much larger market than that if it can come in around $300 or $400. As for Meta's ambitions to have VR take over the working world, Hamilton says we're getting closer. But we're very far from people picking VR headsets over laptops for those purposes. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. 
Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Join Mark. on WMBF. Time for a sports update. Naheem Hines ignited an emotionally charged atmosphere celebrating injured Bills safety DeMar Hamlin by returning two kickoffs for touchdowns. And Buffalo clinched the AFC's number two playoff seed with a 35-23 win over the New England Patriots. The loss, coupled with Miami beating the New York Jets, eliminated the Patriots from the playoffs for for the second time in three years. Buffalo will now host the division rival Dolphins in the wild card round next Sunday. With the game in hand, Bills players held up three fingers in honor of Hamlin's number, with the crowd chanting his name. In honor of the safety, who is recovering in a Cincinnati hospital after going into cardiac arrest on Monday Night Football last week. And the AFC Championship game will be played on a neutral site if the Chiefs and Bills reach that point. Buffalo's 35-23 win over New England on Sunday, coupled with Kansas City's 31-13 victory at Las Vegas on Saturday, means the number one seed Chiefs can't host the conference title game against the Bills because the teams played an unequal number of games. NFL owners approved a resolution on Friday that implemented new rules for this postseason in response to the cancellation of the Bills-Bengals game after Buffalo safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field. Some Giants news. The Giants rested their key starters Sunday at Philadelphia to keep them healthy for an NFC playoff game next week against Minnesota. The Eagles beat the Giants 22-16. The final score was largely immaterial to New York on Sunday night. The Giants already secured the number 6 seed in the NFC and just needed to get through the game to learn their playoff opponent. The Vikings beat the Giants 27-24 on a last-second field goal just two weeks ago. And for the Jets, Jason Sanders kicked a go-ahead 50-yard field goal with 18 seconds left and helped send the Miami Dolphins to their first playoff berth since 2016 after barely squeaking by the New York Jets 11-6. The Dolphins snapped a five-game losing streak and then had to wait a few minutes for Buffalo to defeat New England 35-23 to make their postseason appearance official. The Dolphins will play at Buffalo on Sunday. The Jets ended their season with six straight losses and finished a disappointing collapse for Robert Sala's squad. New York failed to score a touchdown in its final three games. Some basketball action. Royce O'Neal's putback with 3.2 seconds left put Brooklyn ahead to stay. And the Nets defeated the Miami Heat 102-101 on Sunday night in a game where Kevin Durant left early with a right knee injury. Kyrie Irving scored 29 to lead the Nets, who have now won 18 of their last 20 after winning only 9 of their first 20. Durant had 17 before departing, and Seth Curry scored 14 for Brooklyn. Nick Claxton had 13 points and 11 rebounds for the Nets. Jimmy Butler scored 26 for Miami, and they got 24 from Tyler Harrow as well. Butler missed a contested shot at the rim on the game's final play. Some Knicks action. Julius Randle had 32 points and 11 rebounds. Mitchell Robinson had 10 points and 18 rebounds before fouling out. 
And the New York Knicks won their fourth straight game, beating the Toronto Raptors 112-108. Jalen Brunson scored 26 points, Quinton Grimes had 16, and Emmanuel quickly 13, as the Knicks won north of the border for the first time in more than seven years, snapping an 11-game road losing streak against the Raptors. Fred Van Vliet scored 28 points, and Gary Trent Jr. had 27 for the struggling Raptors. Toronto has lost seven of its past eight at home and 11 of 14 overall. Knicks will be back in action tonight at 7.30 when they host the Milwaukee Bucks. The Knicks now 22-18 and 18 on the year. They're sixth in the Eastern Conference. Some other sports news. Chicago White Sox closer Liam Hendricks says he has non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Hendricks announced Sunday on Instagram that he was diagnosed in recent days. The three-time All-Star was scheduled to begin treatment on Monday. Hendricks says he is confident he will make a full recovery and be back on the mound as soon as possible. The five-year survival rate for non-Hodgkin lymphoma is 73.8%, according to the National Cancer Institute. Some forms are aggressive, while others are slow-growing. General Manager Rick Hahn said in a statement the White Sox don't expect to have an update on Hendricks' status prior to opening day. Hendricks, a guy that the Mets were targeting to add to their bullpen, more or less hinges on the fate of Carlos Correa. Because if the Mets are unable to sign Carlos Correa after his failed physical, well, they would have no need to trade Brett Beatty, their number two overall prospect, a guy that would most certainly be included in a Liam Hendricks trade. And some other sports news, Tom Brady broke his own NFL mark for most completions in a season, quickly gaining the needed nine connections in Tampa Bay's 30-17 loss to the Atlanta Falcons. He played into the second quarter and then was taken out to avoid injury with the playoffs next week. The loss dropped the NFC South champion Buccaneers to 8-9, and nine, the first time a team quarterbacked by Brady has finished a season below 500. Brady had a record 485 completions with the Buccaneers in 2021, and the 45-year-old began the day only nine away from a new mark. 7.59, you're listening to WMBF. This is News Radio 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. Closing out hour number two of WMBF's First News with myself, James Kelly. One more hour to go before we hand it off to Bob Joseph for Binghamton Now. Coming up next, ABC News.